G'day people, Mick Malloy here. And MG. Hey, thanks for tuning into our podcast. Buckle up, it's going to be a cracker. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> Listen up, Sydney. There's a new kid in town. Mick Malloy has come to play with the big boys. And there's no bigger boy than the king of the west. The wild panther, MG. So buckle up. This is going to be one hell of a ride. Mick and MG in the morning. (laughs) What could go wrong? Plenty. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. Uh, Strap yourself in. There's a lot coming down the pike today. Uh, Hello, MG. Mickey, it is an honour to have you in the studio here in Sydney, brother. Uh, I have been in the studio before. We've talked to each other many times, but it's great to finally uh, share a show with you, and uh, I look forward to having many conversations. Kat, how are you? Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for involving me. We are happy to have you too, and happy birthday. Yay. I believe it is. Happy birthday. Big 42. Did you wear... You're not. Did well. Can I assist? Did did you wear a Nazi costume to your own birthday party? I didn't. It wasn't a big number, though. 42 isn't a milestone, so maybe that's it. I've heard it's a big thing up in Sydney, which is why I'm dressed as Yasser Arafat today. I just thought I'll get into the swing of it and dear myself to the locals. We will get to that story uh, shortly. That was my big welcome to Sydney, by the way. Uh, the news that your premier had uh, been swatting around, been goose-stepping. Uh, around the place in his Nazi uniform. And the voice reading the news, of course, was Natasha Belling. Uh, we're going to get uh, Tash. I don't, what do I call it? Tash. 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 Yeah, Tash. Tash. Nat, Natasha. Mm. Uh, well, we'll ask her shortly how she wants to be addressed on the program. And uh, she's going to be a big part of the show going forward as well. Uh, can I tell you my actual welcome to Sydney? Please How do. much fun it was. Uh, this is a true story. And I was catching a plane from Melbourne. I'd pack my bags, go into the big smoke, and uh, the plane landed in Sydney, and I kid you not, I was on a Qantas flight, and the pilot landed the plane, and he did his usual thanks for flying Qantas, and at the end he goes, welcome to Sydney, Mickey. Good luck. mate. So, I... Look, you know what? In all seriousness, everyone's pumped about you being here, brother. Well, as long as you're pumped about me being here... I love you. I love uh, you. You know that. We've we've been on and off the air together for some time. I'm going to be looking to guidance from you. Yep. Uh, from you, Kat, and of course our audience out there. What's the number if people want to call? One triple three five three. Call and get involved. Uh, if, if you've got any information that can help me uh, introduce myself to Sydney, what do I need to know? I love it. This would be a good call. Have you got any advice for me straight off well, the top? Straight MG? away, it's, it's called a premiership, not a flag. <laughs> I'm writing that. Flag? Yeah, I'm writing what, that. Yeah, a flag is a flag. Yeah, but what's a what do you, how do you win a flag in you know, AFL? What's a flag? How do you win it? Like a, a, a check? Your, hey, do you know what? It's our first fight. Yeah! <laughs> a premiership, not a flag. flag. Yes, I'm writing that down. This, of course, uh, is me letting you know I am an NRL dumb guy. Right, so there will be uh, some education oath. involved yep. uh, over the years. Cat, what do I need to know? About the NRL? No, or Sydney just in general. general. I, I know good pub spots. So if I went to a beautiful restaurant that you will love in Rose Bay called The Boathouse, you'll love that. Watson's Bay, oh. unreal. Okay, can someone point to Rose Bay on a map? Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> are, you are slumming it at the moment because you are staying at Double Bay. <laughs> right, don't give away too much information. You know I'm a Westie at heart. <laughs> MG, I'm very hard to be pinned down. 13353, give us a call. What do I need to know? How can I endear myself to the great state of New South Wales? It's an educational process for me as the newbie in town. What do I need to know? Where do I need to go? MG's already set me on the path. It's a premiership, not a flag. Yes. Cat, <laughs> uh, you've told me where... Where's Rosebow? I've changed mine. I think oh. you need to go to Palm Beach and watch Home and Away being filmed. Oh. That is so Home silly. and Away being filmed. Maybe I could get in it. Yeah. You would get it. I could be like a drunk uncle or something. You know, one of, one of those hot kids coming off the beach. And I'm like a Harold Bishop. He just I just tell you, kids, keep that down. <laughs> Wrong show. He's, he's neighbours. Yeah, but a bit like him. Oh, like be, okay, well, you can do Just say truth. I like, said, <laughs> you bloody mongrels. I said, swim between the flags, you idiots. All right, that could work. Uh, we've got some calls on the oh, line, though, yeah. are telling me how I need to get involved with the local community. Mark's on the line. Mark, what do I need to do, mate? 
Well, Mickey Malloy, how are you, yeah, mate? I can't the complain. King of Melbourne. Now, listen. Yeah. A couple of things. Now, you are staying at uh, Double Bear. Well, so I'm on the what, move at the news? moment. It's kind okay. of yeah. And I'm trying to find right. find my natural habitat. Yeah. So okay, it, that's not settled. Where Where else should I look at? Mate, you can come down the Shire. You can steal someone's board. Yeah. Go yeah. for a swim and a surf. Yeah. Fit in for a little bit. Also, we got two. We got two knockabout. Larricans. Yep. We've got the King of Richmond Football Club. We've got the King of the Panthers. Yep. And we've got the Coin of the Sydney Kings. So oh, as far as uh, concerned, Sydney, that is the box trifecta. This is going to work. I'm so pumped up for this. There's Guys, so many. There's so many kings and queens in here. Uh, Harry might write a book about us. You never know, <laughs> mate. That's a walk-up start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marky. That's a walk-up start. You know where I have lived for a while? It was uh, in Bondi. Yep. Because uh, when I was filling in for Amanda Keller on uh, breakfast, I actually lived in Bondi. And you're not going to believe where I lived. I lived in Jason Donovan's apartment <gasps> for four months, uh, which, well, was, with him, which was down on Campbell Parade. It was, and it was a No, not with him. Oh. <laughs> 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 yes, yes, MG, in bunk beds it was. Just the two of us, top and tailing. No, no, what happened? Well, and this is what happened. So I was there for four months, and every so often, at late at night, there'd be a knock on the door, and the door, I'd open the door, and there would be a beautiful, oh. beautiful girl standing there going, Hi, is Jason here? I go, No, but, but he'll be back in a while. Why don't you come, come on in? And here's the other one, and this is true. I'm about to tell you a very sad story. Uh, the one and only time I've really been papped, I, I was papped in Bondi eating a burrito. Oh. And it, it, listen to me, uh, the paparazzi. It was invasion of my privacy. It was a private moment between a, between a man and a burrito. And to see it, and do you want to know the saddest bit about the story? What? Was someone told me, uh, someone I think from the Daily Telegraph rang me and said, oh, this photo's being shopped around. But no one <laughs> no, actually, no, no, no one bought it. So for me to show it on the TV show, I had to buy it. It was 70 bucks. So, so I had to buy my own picture of me being papped so I could put it on the telly and go, look at this invasion of my privacy. <laughs> Terrible. Bondi. It's up and about. Hey, it's Jude Bolton. Welcome back to Sydney, Mick. It's great to have you back on Triple M. But also, now you're in Sydney. It's a big welcome and time to ditch those Tigers. Get around the Swans for 2023. I might get around them for a flag. No, a premiership. <laughs> yeah, premiership. Is it a premiership? Yes, there yes. There All that's go. nice of him. Nothing from Warland? No, he won't hear from him. What an asshole. <laughs> I knew that. He, I could not. He, he wanted your job, to be honest. Could not be trusted. By the way, thanks for dressing up today, 2MG. You're wearing a beautiful floral shirt. Yeah. Is that from your own personal Ma- range? Yeah, the Magnum look. Today. The, mag- <laughs> the Magnum look if Magnum let himself go just a little bit. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever had a big moustache? or? A- uh, I did November last year. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did that. Big, okay. uh, worthy cause, but um, I, I can grow a good one. But I'm, yeah. I've got kind of the three-day growth at the moment. I went to Hawaii once, and you know normally I'm XL or XXL? I was like a supermodel. Yeah, I know. In Hawaii? <laughs> like my, I was like a medium or less. <laughs> They've got those big fat guy shirts, which are amazing. And this is what blew me away when I was watching, and it's so true, I was watching the, the 6 o'clock news on Hawaiian TV, Honolulu. and I, I swear to Honolulu, and I swear to God, the newsreader was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and I went, oh, "I love this place." <laughs> How good is it? Uh, I tell you, we I, love, go there. I love Sydney as well. Uh, what do I need to know? Marcus is on the line. Marcus, uh, what should I be doing? Morning, Mickey. First time uh, listener, long time, whatever it is. You yeah. know? First time, long time, <laughs> Marky. You know the, it is. We get the idea, Marcus. Okay. Um, I reckon you head out to the cattle dog at St. Clair, out near MG's neck of the woods. Oh, yeah. The cattle dog. Okay, I'm going to take a punt here and suggest that might be a pub. Certainly it is. is. What's so it like, MG? So the. Um, old school. Yeah, it's one of the old school pubs, and, and, and there's a, there's a few pubs around that area, the Pioneer Tavern, um, which we, we, we've had our first meeting about this show. The Pioneer Tavern. Oh, of course. Um, That's right. Then they've got the Cattle Dog, you've got the Colton Pub, and you've got the Jamo. So well, we, we someone do, seems to have done their research we, in the pub department We here. will do a pub crawl in the western side. Oh, I'm so time. excited. Yep. Yeah. Stay like, at my house. Oh, my God. For a week. I've just got a stiffy. <laughs> this is going to be uh, fantastic for me. Because, you know, I'm, uh, Marcus, I own a pub. I'm actually a... Yes. I'm a pub owner. Yep. I, I own a pub in Melbourne, uh, and when they... 
my, my friends heard that I had a pub, they said, that's like letting the mice run the cheese factory. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll hit any pub you want. I'm happy. Yeah, you know, do you know once, I, uh, and this is another fact about my time in I've uh, been kicked out of the Beach Road Hotel twice. Oh, wow. Over the journey. Yeah. Doing, I think we got kicked out together, didn't we? <laughs> First time we did, yes. we got time for Keith. Let's yes. have a listen. Keith, what should I be doing while I'm in town? Hey, Mickey, how are you doing? Good, buddy. Mate, you've got to do what we've got in Sydney called the King Crawl, which is a, a pub crawl along King Street, Newtown. There's about eight pubs and there's about six breweries all within uh, throwing distance of King Street. Now, I reckon I may have already done that, this. Mate, you're a man. <laughs> I reckon I may have done this without knowing it. Is this, is all the pubs have got Young Henry's. Is it the end more yep. around there? Well, yep. no, oh, yeah, yeah. You, end up, you end up at Young Henry's. You do all the pubs along King Street and then you, you go around to the courthouse and then you end up at, at Young Henry's. It's all them pubs with the uh, milk crates as chairs. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, I'll be skipping down that. Road like it's yellow brick. <laughs> um, I like him in the Wizard of Oz. Right. All right, that's all good intel. What are we doing now, Cat? Look, one triple three five three. Keep them coming if you've got any way to yep. welcome Mick. We want to know. I, so far, they've all been drinking related, but oh, I no. think that's right. Up. They know you already. It's on point. <laughs> yeah. With the great Natasha Belling in the newsroom, it's time to get around and introduce her to <laughs> Hello, the Tash. listening public. How are you, Natasha? Happy Monday. Is it Tash? Is it Nat? Is it Natasha? What What do I go with? Anything you like. No, you. <laughs> oh, well, okay, Mrs. T. <laughs> Like Mr. T, but Mrs. T. Talking about soccer? I feel like I'm 70 saying Mrs. T. There it is. Tarsh. It is Tarsh. Um, Tarsh. Tarsh sounds yeah. great to me. Uh, thank you for being part of the show and I'm being so on, on board. Did you mention a story there about what cashless? We're set to be cashless by 2025. Research shows that more and more of us are not using cash. I'm old school. I still use coins. Do you really? What for? I'm that nightmare. If you're lining up for a coffee, I'll oh be my using God. my coins to pay for the coffee. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. So I'm even more old school. I'm stripper dollars. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> that's the currency I like to. to I don't to know that currency. No. Well, you wouldn't have. It's 6.36 uh, in the morning. I know. That's the way I roll. You, you don't hey, see many notes anymore, but do you? You don't see many notes. Uh, you, uh, don't, you don't see notes. I think buskers, well, buskers are the big loser here. How many times you walk past on a street and you go, have you got any coin? And you go, no, I don't. No. And they think you're lying. And you actually go, no, I don't. And you pull out all the change from your... You pull out your pockets to reveal that you are carrying nothing mind, in particular. Mind you, there was a lot of notes apparently at the uh, the Arias waiting to get in the toilet. <laughs> it's six thirty-seven. That's the only reason. He said, "Welcome to Sydney to be carrying a note." That's is it. what they say. Are you would be a crypto girl. I don't understand crypto. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so, well, they, they, they've um, them. What are they called? Polycules. No, sometimes it's too good to be true. You know, I'm a bit these, of a sceptic. No, but those young guys in Bah the Bahamas. You remember this story, Mickey? Yeah, as soon as you mentioned the Bahamas, I'm, I'm raising Cayman, an eyebrow. Cayman Islands. You mentioned Cayman Islands as a head office, and I'm going, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about this. Uh, anyway, there it is. So you've got some coin on you right now. I have. Can you go <laughs> and feed my parking meter, please? <laughs> that That's the touch. other thing for Sydney, Mickey. Is you need to have a side hustle to afford uh, to live here. So what's your okay. side hustle? I don't know yet. <laughs> Uh, we'll find you one. Jeez. Uh, I'll have a think about it. Maybe. One, triple, three, All four, right. three. Yeah, maybe somebody <laughs> can work it out. Anything else I need to know, Tosh? Only fans account. Oh, Only what? Only fans. Only fans. Oh, yeah. We're don't, working don't on you that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry. There's something in the, uh, there'll, something be a, in there'll be a major announcement very soon. <laughs> Buckle up, ladies. One, triple, three, five, three. Get involved in the show at any point. Greg's on the line. Greg, what do I need to know? Hello. Hey, Gregory. AMG. Mickey, how you going? Yeah, good, buddy. What do I need to know? Mickey, you know how you follow the uh, Tigers in that Mexican game? <laughs> Mate, you've got, to follow the, you've got to follow the Tigers in the NRL. Oh, Balmain. I played Balmain. for Balmain. Oh, not, uh, West, West Tigers. They're the West Tigers. <laughs> they're they, they kind of like an amalgamated team. And... So can I tell you this? And this is, I once, once upon a time, NRL was my go. I was born in Canberra. Uh, some people refer to me as Canberra's favourite son, <laughs> uh, but that's another discussion. But I, so there was no, in those days, uh, you played soccer or uh, NRL, rugby league, yep. as it was called. 
So I was a Manly Warringah oh, wow. fan because the two big teams were Manly Warringah and Eastern Suburbs. It yep. was Bobby Fulton and Arthur Beetson. And oh. I, the first football jumper I ever bought in my life was the white stripe with the maroon, with the, well, the white <sighs> deck with the maroon stripes. Yes. The se- so, so 70s we're talking. Uh, wait, yes. Late 70s. Se- yeah. 70s. So... That's it. And uh, after that, I uh, kind of lost sight with it. But they're back. Are they uh, mainly back in the news? What are, you, well, what are you telling me? Tommy Turbo is a name you'll be familiar with. You sure. know, the Trebojevic brothers. Um, Tommy um, has had yet another setback in his illustrious career. He's, he's, look, he's, he's 26. He's had eight years, um, 121 games, which averages about 15 games per year. For a Yamaki player, there was some talk over the weekend from Manly ex-great uh, Peter Peters, who said that basically if this fails um, him going to Philadelphia to, to hook up with a specialist called Bill Knowles, if this doesn't work and he's, his hamstring is still problematic, they say move him on, um, which is a massive call. And that's something that we'll talk about later. But this guy is, is currently a, he's a guru, Bill Knowles. He worked on Latrell Mitchell's hamstring, uh, Pappenhausen's knee, and now he's putting the faith in uh, into Tommy Turbo. Just... So look, good luck to her, because he's a beautiful kid, the beautiful family, um, the Tuberoyfitch brothers, and there's three of them. And let's just hope it works. So on another sporting matter, I want to get your uh, thoughts on this. Far away. The Big Bash. Yes. Yesterday it was a Not bit long of a... enough for me. Oh. <laughs> I think we need an extra 50 games, because just as you start to get excited about it, and then they go and take it off. Well, yesterday there was a bit of a little bash, because the... Two shortest guys in the field. The two probably, <laughs> the probably the two Popeyes, Davy Warner and uh, Wade um, from the Hurricanes. They kind of had a bit of push and shoves, and yeah. I think it would be Warner Belt by TKO in that instance. <laughs> I think he'd knock him out. But they are the two of the tiniest men on on the field, and it got a bit willing. And now they would have played a lot of cricket yes. together. Those two. So yes. I reckon that's a bit of theatre. I think a bit so. of showbiz. I think so. Um, I, but, I just on the, on the Big Bash. Okay, start. What I think the Big Bash should do as soon as rugby league finishes. In here in Sydney, probably October 5, October 6. Mm. Big Bash should start the week later. And the Big Bash should finish a week before Christmas. Have owned that period, that three-month period. But now it's past Christmas. It's, this goes on past Australia Day. Too long. Way too long. And I'm, I think most people lose interest in it. One of the great stouches in cricket. Do you know the other ones that I can remember off the top of my head? Uh, Dennis Lilly and me and Dad. Uh, me and Dad. <laughs> that was a, a right oh, little stink. Yes. What about Dennis Lilly and an aluminium bat? Oh, my goodness. I remember he was throwing that oh. around. And, of course, Kirtley Ambrose and Steve, Dean Jones. When Dean Jones asked him to t- the stupidest move in the history of cricket. Let's ask Dean. Let's ask Kirtley Ambrose to remove his sweatbands, which were white. Oh. Tash, you're looking at me in a strange way. <laughs> Is any of this making any sense to you? No. <laughs> 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 so my phone's been going off with people, friends, and compatriots wishing me luck on today's show. Um, the calls keep coming. Glenn Robbins has just left oh. me this message. Yeah, g'day, Mick. Glenn Robbins here. <laughs> just wanted to wish you all the very best for the new radio show. But the fact is you've you've got a gambling problem, and I know you've got a lot of debts to play, pay off. So, so um, I can understand why you're doing it. Anyway, I uh, hope it goes well. Uh, by the way, you owe me 850 <laughs> If I could have that by Thursday, that'd be great. <laughs> All a mess, Mick. Talk to you soon, bye. Oh, yeah. We'll be getting that in crypto. It <laughs> wasn't as supportive as I thought. He's a great man, isn't he? Tash, what are you doing here? Isn't there news to be read? <laughs> I'm just here listening to your brilliant repertoire. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, well, it's done now. <laughs> what's, what's the first thing I thought of? Mick's what's coming that? back gambling problem. Yeah. Is that wrong? Uh, it's partially true. I mean, let's not dwell on it. But let's just, let's just news, say I've got to go. That's yes. why I'm in Sydney, not Melbourne. I'm, <laughs> la- I'm laying low. Uh, there's so much uh, for us to get through, but I want to start, if I could, with one of the biggest stories. I, I was coming off the plane and I get off and I go, gee, what are you going to talk about? Oh. What can you possibly talk about in Sydney on your first show? And there it is, Premier wears Nazi costume to 21st. Natasha, Tash has joined us in the studio. Tell me what I need to know about this story. How long have you got? I've got plenty. <laughs> I've got two hours. I'm, I'm okay. Kicking back into a recliner rocker here. <laughs> I'm going to get the pipe out. 
Go for your life. Dominic Perrottet, of course, very controversially. Gladys Berejiklian, who was much loved, the former New South Wales Premier, uh, stepped down, understandably, with the ICAC investigation underway. Interestingly, the authorities have come out and said that investigation and its findings are delayed again. Okay, sure. Dominic Perrottet is now our Premier. He was having a bit of a glory run, although basically every minister... As, oh, I would say, I wouldn't rule him Affa- out affable. coming back. Affable, affable. still enjoying a honeymoon-style yes. period. You know what, it's seven kids. We kind of all relate to him a little bit. Seven really. kids? Seven? He's got seven kids. I've got two. I don't relate to him at all. <laughs> He's got an entire Von Trapp family. <laughs> by, the, by the way, one of them was a Nazi too. <laughs> he was. It was Ralph. Remember Ralph? Yes. Okay. Third oldest. That's what I would have said if I was him. Who did you go as? No, I went as Ralph. Seven years. I went as Ralph from the Von Trapp family. What is he thinking? So how, now what age? We This is historical. So of I course. think his 21st was 2003. What I find extraordinary is the New South Wales Premier said, quote, there are no photos of me oh, in the come uniform. On. To the best of my knowledge, yeah. I haven't seen them leaked as yet. Tell me at what 21st, so this is, I've done a bit of a deep dive. That was pre-phones where you take a phone. So it's old school camera negatives, destroy the negatives. Tell me what person has not had a photo of themselves at their 21st. Yeah, one exists. Let, yeah. Let's get to the bottom. If you've of got that. one, one triple three five three. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's interesting, Dominic Perto. Well, it explains why he tried to annex Wodonga, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now we've all been. Have we not all been to a? His general rule: politicians don't go to fancy dress party. Mm. Uh, that's going to be bound for trouble. His brother had a had a party as well, and everyone dressed as world leaders. Yep. And uh, I'm just going, tell me there's not blackface or something coming from that party. No good ever. I went, as Gab- uh, I went, as, I went once to a 21st as uh, Gorbachev, the, the Russian guy. As Gorbachev. Just put a bit of Devon on my head. Just said where he had the birth. <laughs> Didn't even know it was there. Just woke up. He had, had a bit of salami strapped in. Well, I, I famously in Cracker Jack, it was Saddam, Saddam Hussein. Yeah. It's an uncanny likeness. You are dead set twins. Um, so. Did he apologise? Didn't Perrottet have like. Have we got an apology We there? do have an apology. It is like the Von Trapp family because there's so many birds. I'm deeply ashamed of what I did. And I'm truly sorry for the hurt and the pain that this will cause. This is something which has caused me throughout the course of my life much anxiety. When I received the call, I thought it was important that this is my truth, that I should be the one to explain that to uh, the people of our state, not someone else. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have made the apology dressed as Pol Pot. But <laughs> that aside... <laughs> what I about the bird Avery? I don't know what's going on. Why has he apologised now? I don't know. But what I do know is the Nazis have distanced themselves from the New South Wales Liberal Party. <laughs> and they want nothing further to do with them. Hey. You know who has got... I, I think Chris Minns, the opposition leader. Yes. Has handled this beautifully. I think. Look, I like I like Perrottet. I do. I, 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 like, I like Chris Minns. I've sure. had had a coffee with him here in the, in World Square late last year. The way he's held back a bit and just watched everything unfold, I think he's done the right thing. That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> or he's got something in the he's got <laughs> yes. something in the back cabinet. Yes. He doesn't want people to know. Can I just? I know we're short on time, but I just want to mention <laughs> my other favourite detail. <laughs> Of the party, so he's dressed uh, as a Nazi, and mm. then apparently he went around the party saying, "I'll take it off if you like." So now he's a Nazi stripper <laughs> at the party. Come on, Dominic. <laughs> Dominic. But here's the other detail: apparently they'd all had some big wins in the Young Liberal Party, so they were going off, and they kept playing Bon Jovi, "Living on a Prayer." So now I'm imagining him dressed in a Nazi uniform, going whoa, oh, halfway there, with, be video. with the horns, video? with the horns. And headbanging. <laughs> You're taking me to hold your place. Oh. Well done, Sydney. Yeah, thank you. You've turned it on for me. How did how and who did you dress up as oh, I love this. at your uh fancy dress party? Let's start with Chris. Hey go, McGee. Hi mate. Uh, who did you dress up as when you went to your what? fancy dress party? Welcome to Sydney, first off, mate. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's very kind. <laughs> I went to a B party. I dressed up as something as B, so yep. I went as the uh, Aussie classic movie. 
Bad Boy Bobby. Oh, no. Oh, you, you, are premium, you are premium material. You, you could be in the cabinet. Did you did, did you have a cat with you as well? I certainly did, mate. I had a cat wrapped in plastic. I had the suitcase, I had the gas mask, yeah. and the ratty old suit. Oh, mate, you are a classic. You're Prime Minister. Well done, Chris. You would have made the grade, I'm sure. Keith's on the line. Keith, who did you dress up as uh, at your fancy dress party? Mate, I went to a 18th birthday party as Darth Vader, but obviously no one knows who Darth Vader is. So when I took my helmet off, I was done up like a well-painted lady of the night. You've got all bases covered here. Because isn't Darth Vader, Vader, like, isn't Darth Vader um, James Earl Jones? I thought he had a very deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> a very deep male <laughs> yeah, voice, and uh, all right, I, I've, I've I've looked that bad after a few drinks. I could have left as Yoda. <laughs> have you ever, honestly? Have you been to like a milestone? A fancy? I've been to a fancy dress party. I didn't realise it was fancy dress, so I went to the kitchen, got a tea towel, and said I was Yasser Arafat. <laughs> Tash is horrified. Tash, Tash, don't get involved if you don't yeah, feel yeah, yes. it's right. Ross is on the line. Where did Ross oh. go? There he is. Uh, Ross, uh, who'd you go? Get as? MT, Kat. How are we going? We're all good, Roscoe. mate. Ross. Doomside boy. Who'd you go as? Mate, I went as Party Boy from Jackass. Okay, oh, there you wow. go. And, and so if you've seen the movie, he um, logs to go in and put the music into the store and asks everybody that feels like dancing. That's right. And so... I've seen that. that that's one of my favourite characters, we, as well as the pandas. The pandas yeah, in Japan had, are pretty good, too. We had too. him last year, Chris Pontius. He's a good man. Oh. <laughs> yes. So um, I, I had the quick release shorts, uh, pants on, the t- shirt, the bow tie, and had the theme music playing. And as I entered, I'm like, everybody feel like dancing. Rip the pants off, rip the shirt off, and <laughs> dance around with my dancing and bow tie on. Yeah, buffet. Well, Let's go. Just adding him to the invitation list for my next party. Yeah. Is he premier? Yeah. Um, I think we might end it there. Do you want to take? No, we've got one more. We've got one more. Nick, we... Nicky from Picton. Nick. G'day, boys. How are you? How did you, how did you go? Who'd you go as? I went to a Halloween party dressed as good old Ivan Malak. Oh, oh my dear, dear. Mick and MG, the first day of it, and your phone has been going off the hook. Mick. Well wishes oh. from friends of mine. Yeah. Uh, it's largely positive. <laughs> you are a popular dude. I'll largely say that. supportive. I've just got one here. This is just in from Andy Lee. Mickey, Andy Lee here, mate, from Hamish Nanny. Not not the Hamish guy, the other one, the non-Hamish fellow. Anyway, uh, all the best, mate. Good luck for the start of this new show, and... I tell you what, it sounds bloody hard getting up that early to do a show. I could never do it. I reckon the remedy is do an all-nighter the night before. I've seen you do it. You can do it again. In fact, I'll help you out. I'll do it with you. The all-nighter part, not the, the show part. I don't want to do that bit. Anyway, buddy, good luck. See ya. That's on the cards at some stage. I'm just letting you all know that could actually work out. Uh, well done, Andy Lee. Time for a bit more sport. From you, big fella, yep. MG, what do you got for us? What, well, what do you want to bring to the table? We've got a little WhatsApp group happening here um, with the new show. And last night, all you sent through was Rafa slams balls. I went, yeah. what, what, did he, <laughs> did he close the door or something? I was in paraphrasing. <laughs> no, well, this is a big yep. story on the eve. Oh, it was on the eve of the Australian Open, uh, which opens up today, today. of course. Uh Rafael Nadal has lashed out mm-hmm. at the Australian Open over the official Dunlop balls. I'll be used, saying they are worse quality, uh, without a doubt. You know when we play tennis, and yep. you usually get rid of the this, this yep. one old one that's <laughs> off colour. <laughs> you just straight over the fence, <laughs> and you get rid of that. I would have thought at this level, uh, the balls would all be of a certain standard. Uh, Tasha, you across this story? Do you know what it is? I love tennis. Do you love tennis? I love tennis. See, not my sport. And this is amazing. I, I, and nothing against it. Good luck to you. I'll watch anything. I'll watch table tennis oh, from table Indonesia tennis. at four in the morning. I, I I'll, all day round. Tennis never hasn't grabbed me since the old Borg McEnroe really? days. Yeah, I, yeah. Do you know what it is? And I think it's like this: if you ever see tennis fans at the ground, I guarantee you, most of those people don't go to any other sports. Mm. It feels a little kind of. Uh, Leafy suburb cultish. Yes, no, is that no. being fair or unfair? No, yeah. I love all sports. What do you love about it? it? Seems very Castle Craigish. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it I does. love touch footy. Love is NRL. It, you, you are from Castle Craig, aren't you? No, I'm not. Oh. All right, <laughs> it's, un- it's unusual. You've got your facts wrong, MG. <laughs>
Okay, so the, the, so the, the balls the, are flat. The, the, crux, the, the crux of it is that the Dunlop um, balls uh, don't spin, or they spin more than the ones they're going to use, which they're going to be the uh, Slussinger or the Wilson. Or tape them up like they do with backyard cricket. Oh, that would be. Do you know what I think straight away? If yeah. you're complaining about your balls, use sandpaper. Cricket. <laughs> That's oh, not a bad idea. There con- you go. Don't bring jokes so uh, here's, here's, controversial here's what they here's what they do at tennis. They spend the whole time uh, uh, complaining about their equipment, either breaking their yes. rackets or complaining about the yes. balls. By the way, can I give you a couple of theories that I believe go. will fix tennis mm-hmm. or point it in the right direction? You get one racket. I like that. You get one racket. So if you break it, if you, <laughs> you smash it, bad luck, sunshine. You're cooked. What about this? One serve. Oh yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm at golf and I'm on the tee, and you say you're Tiger Woods, and you hit your first one into the tree, they don't go. No worries, mate. Have another go. Bugger that. I, I love one that. serve. Put it in play. Let's go. We're not here for a haircut. And what about how? Okay, the, so sorry. Just one more, one MG, more. and this is the big one. Okay. Replace ball boys and girls with Labradors. <laughs> oh. What? They That's know adorable. how to get a tennis ball. Uh, sure, they might not give them back straight away. Are you for real? Yes, yeah. I am. That would Imagine be... chasing the ball across yeah. the Do you know what? This could explain if you play bad tennis, that yes. it's because you don't have the right. So they're swapping from Slazenger to Dunlop. Yeah. Why? Is that it? Of course, they don't. Oh, I'm not sure. It would be sponsorship. It would be money. Hmm. It would be all about cabbage. Suck it up, Rafa. Just play tennis. But you know what? I, I'll just give you one last point. Sure. While you're watching this Australian Open, note that never you'll never see a player who is leading retire hurt. <laughs> no, that is a true. very, very good point. Oh. Well said, MG. One triple three five three. Get involved in this show at any point, even if it's just to welcome Mick and tell him where he needs to go in Sydney. What about all boys and girls on Shetlands? Yes, yeah, wonderful. Just ride a, oh, am I the only one thinking here? <laughs> yes. Tash has just raced around from the newsroom. How dare you bury the lead like that? Two words that strike fear into my heart: potato shortage. I can't. What is happening? I found last year really hard to deal with, and then to start this year <laughs> with a potato shortage. My favourite food is hot chips. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! It's a potato shortage. This is uh, yes, I can handle iceberg lettuce. Sure, yeah, no worries. <laughs> Mate, I can handle to- to- toilet paper you- shortage. Everything like, but not potato. Don't chips. mess with a potato. I'm so- a potato hoarder. What about, a, how much are potatoes? I've uh, done a deep dive for you guys yeah. on this this morning. The potato shortage has come from, in regional Victoria, majority of the potato stocks, <laughs> the supply comes from the farms there. And unfortunately, oh all God. the shocking floods, it was yep. too wet for the producers wow. to plant the crops. But here's another bombshell. <laughs> the shortage may last a number of months because you need lots of strong sunny days in a row oh to my make God. sure the crop. Have I told you too much? No, you haven't. <laughs> I mean, my nickname's El Chippo. Okay, this is, I, this is, I'm going to have to get myself a potato dealer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to have to go and pawn something there and a couple of hash browns, if you know what I'm saying. This, you, know who, you know who the real victims here are? The seagulls. I mean, think about yeah. the seagulls. Where are they going to get a, a chip or a Very feed? Good point. They'll be, they'll be. Oh, it's ridiculous. Just, it's just bones. Like, there you is, like a potato? I, I love all potatoes, and I think it, it's a good carb um, for for a start. There's you can have mashed potato, baked potato, um, hash browns, scallops. But I think are I, you I, ordering I'm, or I'm, just? I'm not <laughs> harsh. It keeps coming back to the the, the old fashioned chip oh, with chicken salt. No and, chicken salt, just plain salt. Oh, what? Oh, don't, here's don't a question for it. you. Bucket or butcher paper? Butcher, oh, butcher bucket. paper. Butcher paper. Bucket. And it should go through so the grease is coming through yes. the butcher paper. Doesn't that make it soggy, the no. chip then? Oh, MG, you, you think lo- you know someone and then <laughs> never have heroes and then they just let you down. <laughs> <laughs> like that, what's your, so you're a bucket man? I'm a bucket man. Bucket man from way back. Yeah. What, what about the with packets? Vinegar, with vinegar and chicken salt. What about the packets? So like if you go to KFC or something and then they put a lid on it. No. no I, soggy. Like them, I like them over the top. I like a mm-hmm. heap of... Do you, when you go through to KFC, look, I'm not sure when you went last through. Do you always uh, ask? Three times this morning. You always ask for chicken salt, extra chicken salt. I don't mind a bit of chicken salt. Yeah, yeah that's me. Well, I just don't know what to say. Um, start hoarding. Start hoarding mm. your potatoes. I did a drive by KFC. Sorry, drive by. You did a drive by? Not a drive by. Jeez. You could have covered that in the news. <laughs> would have been the I most polite. <laughs> 
It's been a long school holiday. So, yeah. so we went to the beach yesterday. My son said he'd been interesting during the day. And I just said, I'll do whatever you need to do to be a good boy. So we did a zinger box. That's his favourite thing oh, at yeah. KFC. Jeez. And I did a deep dive on the potato shortage. So I thought, yeah. you know what? I'm going to do, order two chips with the Zinger box, and KFC chips are the best. Yeah, well, two chips is actually now minimum chips. It's actually <laughs> two chips. If you've just joined us, uh, the big news is <laughs> Tars has done a drive-by and knocked over a 7-Eleven <laughs> on the holidays. I've been reading all your papers, uh, trying to get up to speed with everything Sydney, and I came across this story, which uh, I liked over the weekend. Hollywood's Ryan Gosling, mm. his film, is going to stop Harbour Bridge traffic. Your Great Harbour Bridge. Uh, next Sunday, uh, they're going to film something on it and they're cutting all the traffic. Now, I'm right. okay with that as long as it's not The Notebook 2. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that film. Did you if, they, if they stop the Harbour Bridge to make The Notebook 2, I will lose my mind. I've never seen it. Uh, no, but yeah. I've seen it a hundred times. And my favourite movie. I ever. rest my case. Oh, right? yeah. The girls love it. I know a guy. Listen to this. I know a guy whose girlfriend uh, made him watch the Notebook. <laughs> right? She didn't like the way he watched it, so she made him watch it again. I agree. <laughs> There's some stuff. Still together. Ryan Gosling. Do, do, do we like Ryan Gosling? Do, uh, yes. I'm okay with Ryan yeah. Gosling. My point is though, when it comes to chick flicks, uh, if I'm allowed to call yeah, them that, of course you are. Uh, Women are very, very good at getting their partners to watch them, oh, whether yeah. they like them or not. I've got a friend, right, and his wife goes, oh, do you want to go watch a, a Clint Eastwood film? He goes, oh, yeah, Bridges of Madison County. <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying, when you, let's go watch Morgan Freeman's new movie. Drive, drive Miss Daisy. <laughs> I got kicked out of a screening of a film uh, a Titanic, it was, uh, in Newcastle. I was watching it with my girlfriend. I got to about 40 minutes in, and I'd had enough. Yep. So I just stood up and, and yelled out, bring on the iceberg! <laughs> Removed immediately. Do you think... Because I didn't want to go but, to that particular I think, I think they call them... Look, I think the reason we watch their movies with our partners is to try and... Use it as bartering. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch this with you, then I'm going to the pub three hours later. Yeah, sure. If you know what I mean. I know a girl who got her husband to go to see Beaches by telling him it was a documentary about fly fishing. <laughs> this is very underhanded treatment. No, Let you me guys see. just don't do your research. Can I ask you about Titanic? Do you think Jack could have made it onto the door that Rose was on? I could have made it onto the door. <laughs> <laughs> Orca could have made it onto the door. Um, those are just joining the uh, the new show here with um, myself and Mickey Malloy and Natasha Belling and Kat. Your yeah. phone, my friend. I've never seen a phone yeah, no, going great. off like yours has this morning. Well, it's Even... all my friends it's, it's are, awesome. are ringing in to wish me well. I've just received one here from Sam Pang. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Mick, it's Sam Pang here. Just wishing you all the best with the new radio show. I hope you and MG last longer than... Most of your relationships, let's be honest, you make it a Friday, you'll tick that box. But a little warning for your co-hosts. MG, working with Mick will be the hardest thing you ever do. His talent is on the decline, everyone knows that. And like a wounded animal, he'll lash out, slash ask to borrow money. The man is a menace, and when he's done with you, your time with the Western Reds will look like a picnic. Seriously, mate, take your headphones off now and get out. Anyway... All the best, boys. I'm sure the show will be great. Good luck. Oh, Sam Pang. I've got to sue him. Yeah. I've got to sue he's him. a very, very funny man, Sam Pang. He is, he, he's working for my for, – he does some work with my production company who produces our TV show yep. uh, called Malloy Boy. And he was asked once in an interview, he said, what's it like working for Malloy Boy? He said, a lot like working for the Weinsteins. <laughs> was his answer. <laughs> Again, I will sue him. <laughs> Call us anytime. Join in on the show. One triple three five three. The first day of Mick and MG. Uh, Sam's on the line. What are you suggesting, Sam? No, Sam. Uh, uh, yeah, I reckon you should uh, get up to Star of the Seas with MG and play his game. He's Star of the Sea. What's that? Game. Like a boat or something? Is that like the? <laughs> no, what, Star, what, Star what, of the Seas. Uh, like the... It's a it's a little um, a, a resort at um, Terrigal. Uh, you, Central Coast. Central Coast. Oh, I've done some. I did a gig at Seagulls once. Is that close? Seagulls is up north. north. All right, as I said, there's a bit to work out. <laughs> no, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you'd love it. You, you know what? Bob the, Bob the boss and Annie and Kirsty up there, um, they would, you park your car and you don't touch it for a week. You walk everywhere. What do you do? Just hand them the keys and. Well, the, no, the keys in the bowl. And what um, happens you, to Star of the Sea? What's happening when I'm in there? You, you, you party. Is it what happens in Star of the Sea? <laughs> stays at Star of the Sea? sea? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Sam. Uh, thanks Sammy. thanks for the big tip. i tell you a venue I do love and can't wait to get back to Frankie's. Oh, Frankie's oh. Pizza. What a great gig. Uh, just so many late nights there. Too Office late, Rocket. brother. Wait, uh, too late. What do you mean, too late? It closes. Oh, doors. It's, opens at 11. December 11 closed. It's, uh, it was open for 10 years. Um, for the past 10 years, it was the go-to place in uh, Hunter Street. What do you mean it's closed? It's gone. Potato Why? shortage. Potato shortage. <laughs> Why is it gone? Who? I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a good question because they were fantastic. Every band was like, oh, a rock and roll. Blondie, Blondie, Blondie. Venue, um, Blondie. My first ever crush. Serious crush. Heart of glass. My first ever, you know, serious infatuation. <laughs> I think, okay, I think all the adult <laughs> adult boys out there will know exactly what I mean when I say she has a special place. In your heart? In my heart. <laughs> Blondie. Oh. So she went there, didn't she? She went there. She was and, and um Blondie's uh well Deborah Harry, obviously. The bar manager there, Mr. McDonald, said that she was the one of the best customers because she refused. To jump the line because of a celebrity status. Well, good on her. Yeah. That's why I love it. Next, you'll be telling me Ravisi's is gone. Tell me Ravisi's is still here. Yeah, it's still here. That's still there. <laughs> Kicked out of there, too. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cover thread going on here. We've been speaking all morning about what Mick needs to know in Sydney. And by yeah. the way, if, you, if you've got something that me, Mick sure. needs to know all this week, Help all next out. week, one triple three five three. And what you do need to know is that the foot of the mountains is where the Rugby League Premiership trophy has been for the last two years. Well, what's it doing there? The Penrith Panthers have won it both the back to back. Okay, ask a question. And that's, and that's, and that's, and by the way, it's the club I used to play for. Oh, really? Yes. So you played football? Did yeah, you like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know your brother did. He played for a great time. Oh, he Steel. played for the old Melbourne Storm. We'll get stuck into them. Tell you what, I've got a good feeling uh, about them this year. So there we go. Now we've we've had some uh, well wishes, people, well wishes ringing in, and uh, so far I've been fairly disappointed because they've been <sighs> friends of mine. Who have basically had a go. Sam Pang, who suggested uh, I'm in trouble. Uh, I've, I've seen phones go off. Andy Lee, yes. uh, of course. Jane Kennedy. Uh, Jane Ke- Glenn Robbins. Yeah. Uh, is there anyone I'm bigger gonna, than I'm that? I'm going to have to interrupt you here because we have got the biggest of the biggest. I argued before that this man might be very busy. So I think we're very wow. honoured to welcome this Who's guy. Who's this? Who is it? Who Hello? have we got on the phone? Hello? Hello, welcome back to Triple M and welcome to Sydney, Mick. Oh, <laughs> it's the PM. It's, it's, the PM. PM. <laughs> it's a very distinctive voice, unfortunately. <laughs> I thought, who's doing the impersonations around here? They're excellent. Well done, buddy. Which isn't always a compliment. I <laughs> well, I'm honoured that you found time in your busy schedule to ring in and say hi. Uh, I'm going to ask you uh, a Question straight off the bat. You're not wearing fancy dress, I hope, Mr. Albanese, are you? Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm certainly not. Yeah, you've done uh, the, the I, right. I, under, I understand this can end badly. <laughs> Mental note: that should be that that should be politicians 101. Do not do not attend a fancy dress party. Now, I'm in Sydney, and I know you, it's it's been your hood. I'm asked asking for information, things I should do, get out and see. What? Where would you take me? I would take you to Balmain to a pub crawl around <laughs> because it, it is it is the closest place yeah. where there are pubs at every every corner. But I'd also take you in a similar vein. There's a theme here to, <laughs> yes. to all the craft breweries around Marrickville. Yes, which is fantastic. And I'd take you to the places that. I guess people don't know about, like, the best Greek in Marifor, I'll give them a, a free what? ad here, the Corinthian Hotel. Oh, my lanta. Yeah, <laughs> Corinthian restaurant. Because you're you're a um, a Melbourneian, you've, you've got to like Greek food. I do indeed. And, and they have, still have the old <laughs> sheep's head in the, in the front. You had me uh, a hello, Prime Minister. (laughs) The mum cooks the lamb. It's to die for. I'm in it. I couldn't uh, couldn't be happier. So you and me are going to go on a pub crawl in one of those cars with a flag on the bonnet. Is that (laughs) a a government car? Can we we do it? 
Oh, well, we need security, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> Albo, that's me. I'll be security, brother. <laughs> hey, you know what you've you know you got to do, Albo? He's, I mean, you're a South fan. I'm a Penrith fan. Why don't we take him to when they play each other? Let's take Mick for his first rugby league game in Sydney. Oh, that would, that would be good. Edu- educate him. And, <laughs> and ho- hopefully for a change, we'll bloody beat you. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone back to Kirribilli House for a piss-up. Yes, <laughs> I, I may stay the night. We may, we may have to top and tail, Prime Minister. <laughs> So, well, you know, there, there's a spare bed here. <laughs> and, and just quickly, thank you for ringing in. Uh, I love the national holiday for the Queen, but I think we need to think about one for Warney. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I don't uh, mind that. I'll leave uh, it with you. Look, I, uh, I was I was at Warney's memorial, and it was a uh, it was a great send off. But don't mm. you think it's kind of you know yeah. it happened? Yeah, it has. Maybe not. Okay, five dollar note. You should have rung me then. <laughs> Should have rung me then. Well, maybe, I should have rung you then. Maybe Lisa, Lisa Marie. Maybe. Thank you very much for calling in, and good luck, and keep and, up the and, good work. Uh, doing a great job representing and, us and, on the world stage. Love it. And don't listen to the big fella about which footy team you support. <laughs> Red and green. Red Done. And green. Sold. Uh, thank you. Thank you, PM. Mr. <laughs> hey, good on the. Pope Francis is on the line. <laughs> no. Oh, it's not. No, it's a seance. I thought it was. Someone. <laughs> hey, let's not pussyfoot around this anymore. No. Uh, Natasha Belling has joined us in the studio. This is the biggest story, uh, whether it nauseates you or not. Of the it summer. cannot be ignored. It's Harry's autobiography, Spare, uh, which was his nickname. Yeah, some people are calling it Spare Me. Spare Me. I would have gone with Fanta Pants. <laughs> if you're going to talk about your nickname, you know what I mean? Oh, it's, there is so much to unpack in this story. Okay, can, can you bring us up to speed? Let's pretend no one knows what we're talking yeah. about. He's released an autobiography. It's called Spare. Give us the raw data. Now, interestingly, over the weekend, it exceeded all expectations with sales. Spare has sold a record 1.4 million copies in just 24 hours in the UK. It's also exceeded the record sales from former US President Barack Obama's book and also Michelle Obama's. Uh, They were two non-fiction books as well that were called A Promised Land in 2020 by Barack Obama. But when you say non-fiction, I think you might be giving him the benefit of the doubt. This thing could be in the fiction section. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. (laughs) But over the weekend, which I think is interesting also... Prince Harry said, I've got enough information for a second book. So oh, do you see that as a bit of a Spare threat? me, yeah. Good Lord. And, well, And he, he narrates the audio book as well. That's that's kind of rare, isn't it? Yeah, but I love listening to I think it's standard practice these days, MG. If, you, if, you, if you've got a good book on your hands, you do a talking book version so people these days can listen to it like a podcast. Oh, or, okay. Uh, in this instance, though, I don't think it does him any favours because – uh, some of the book is uh, oh, tawdry, the word I'm looking for. It just seems a bit juvenile and silly. And he spends a fair bit of time talking about his own penis. Um, this is, we haven't touched this. This is an I actual. Haven't touched what? <laughs> the audio, you mean? We haven't touched the audio of MG, yellow card for you. We, we haven't touched this. <laughs> we haven't touched the audio. <laughs> Uh, let's have a listen to this passage and, wow, does this sound very, very wrong or not? My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatised. The last place I wanted to be was Frost Nippistan. I'd been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She'd urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. My mum used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? It works, Harry. Trust me. I found a tube and the minute I opened it, the smell transported me through time. I felt as if my mother was right there in the room. Then I took a smidge and applied it down there. Oh. Okay. What is going on? Very rarely am I speechless. <laughs> I played that what? audio about 10 times over the weekend. Yep. I could not believe what I'm hearing. It is very, very wrong to associate those two subjects. Well, they're too close. Mummy and penis. That should, there should be an ocean of words. There should be chapters. 
Do a chapter two on your mum. Yes. And chapter 14 on your penis, but don't put them in the same sentence, please. I just, I. Great aid for Elizabeth Arden, by the way. Well, she just can't wait to see their new campaign. At what point did someone say to him, this is not a good idea, Harry, to oh. associate those well, two? Well, why things? has someone not said. He's a narcissist. He's, he's just, he's, he's kind of, I used to really like him. I, I really liked Harry when yeah, he was I, the, the younger guy. You and, know who and, you liked? Nude billiards, Harry. Yes, you liked you like carefree yes. nude billiards. Harry. Do you know what he used to love when he'd go on his royal tours? Mm. He'd always book a place like Cancun mm. or the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, or but then he starts talking about how many um, Taliban he's killed. And so, and so this is probably the only serious bit that needs to be discussed on the whole thing. Is is that's no no. You, that's a no go zone. Everyone, Mickey, everyone in the military has said this as much. And I think the other thing that is a no go zone. You've got a brother. Yeah. I've got a brother. A lot of people listening have got brothers. William was fifteen when Princess Diana passed away. Harry was twelve, and he calls him his his arch nemesis. And and some of the extracts I'm I'm seeing, you know, coming through the media. One thing I really dislike that Harry did. He was having an argument with William. He threw uh, William threw him to the floor, but the the thing he noticed most is when he looked up and he saw how he said in his words how ugly my brother was because he he was going bald. Like that's not a brother saying that about a brother who loves each other, is it? It's that's someone who hates who has hated his brother for a long time. And you know what? He complains about being the spare, right, Prince yeah. Harry? Sure. Suck it up, mate. A lot of people are oh, going man. through a lot of other problems yes. right now. And and the advantage with being a spare is you get all the privilege without the responsibility. That's that's licence to go mad. Correct. That's You're off the hook. <laughs> go have a ball. Do it. Do you know what I feel sorry for? The, the, like the, you know in the old days, if you were the king of England, right, yeah. and you didn't like your wife, you'd cut her head off. Yeah, well, oh, hang on. Didn't like, well, hang on. Hang on. Henry you don't Dave. like religion. I'll start my own. <laughs> Now you have to sit there and cop it from your your second in charge, and you have to sit there and say nothing in response. They've lost all their power. Mm. I wasn't condoning that. Tash, you've gone back to Henry VIII. We are going to talk about this some more after the break. If you've got any ideas or thoughts on it, give us a call one triple three five three. But I want to play you a bit specifically about losing his virginity. Have we got that on the talking book anywhere? Well, apparently Liz Hurley has come out and said it wasn't me because she was was an older woman, somehow linked to her. Yeah, I was saying it was an older woman. It's a good question. We should ask our audience: How, if you're writing your autobiography and you had to reveal how you lost your virginity, what would it be? Where? Where? Where would you be? It could be such a great story. Anyone in this room want to go first? Or? I reckon Kat should go first. Kat, <laughs> uh, anything got a bombshell for us? Uh, uh, Terrigal Beach, New oh, Year's oh, Eve. Terrigal fireworks. Beach, New Year's Eve, fireworks. Not from me. <laughs> Not from you. Is that with Star of the Sea, Terrigal? Yeah. It's on your tour. That comes with the tour. That's uh, where Kat Lynch lost her virginity. Mine was on a beach in Darwin. Uh, can I just say this? And let's just say... Uh, it was one of those beaches where uh, crocodiles <laughs> oh, frequent, oh. which is my excuse for it all being over very quickly as I <laughs> was looking over my shoulder trying to make sense of it. One triple three five three. If you're writing your book, your autobiography, how's this scene play out in your novel? How do you lose your virginity? <laughs> Let's go. Happen? On the line now is Ash from Blackheath. Ash, uh, how'd you do it, mate? What's the what? What's your chapter all about? Um, so I was at the Bourbon and Beefsteak. Oh, and I like where this was- is going. Yeah, and um, basically uh, there was a, a blonde lady who basically picked me up and took me back, and we were both 18, and um, we went back to my um, best mate's place, and um, <laughs> and nature took its course, and it was basically four people in a room in separate <laughs> Hey, hey, okay, I'm going to have to stop you there. Yeah, it, yeah. Not four people all going hammer no. and tong, but there was a room with four people in it where you... Yeah, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't at orgy stage. No, yet. Okay. that's the word I was looking for. That's so, okay, any, any complaints from your roommates or... Uh, no, I couldn't go back to my parents' place because that would have been a bit much. So that's that. Hence the best mate's place. No, but, um, you've made the right call. So a lot of people, you know, have, have, have harrowing um, first time stories. Ash, what, out of ten, what was your experience like? <laughs> you still there? Hey, I have a, I have I have an adjunct to the story, and oh. that is the I had seven warm up warm up acts before that, and that was. And that was no, really, honestly. Every about? night, every night for seven nights, I got pulled up on stage 
at the Pink Pussycat when I was 16, okay. one year before. There's so yeah. much going on. I'm going to read your book. <laughs> 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 penguin, Harper Penguin are, are on the Get phone right now. Can I tell you something? Not unrelated, but a friend of mine used to own and run a backpacker. And he said this, this couple came in one night and uh, they just met and they were went upstairs to make hot backpacker love. And he goes, they ran up, they were in a dorm, stripped off all their clothes, but kept their money belts on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ash, you're in the running. Uh, Shondell is oh. on the line. Hi, Shondell, how are you? Good, how are you? Yeah, good. Uh, what would uh, your story and your chapter about losing your virginity be? Look, super exciting, on a log, in the middle of a national park. <laughs> oh, oh, that old one. <laughs> that old chest. Can I ask you, are you a ranger? Or... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And ranger what, happened, what happened? You just saw a tree and said, oh, gee, oh, that deciduous oh, no. really turns me on. Or... What type of tree no, was it? No, no. What type of tree? Was it an oak? Absolutely not into plant life. No idea what sort of tree it was. Didn't get any splinters. Added bonus. <laughs> Where, where did you meet you? Where did you the uh, the other assailant? Where did you meet him? Oh, so he was a. So I worked at a butcher. He was a the, one of the butcher apprentices. Don't use that sausage joke. How did you end up in a national park together? Well, it seemed like a pretty romantic place. I was obviously too young to go back home. Uh. He was obviously too young to go back home. He had a vehicle. It was close by. It was fairly secluded. I love Seemed it. like a good idea at the time. Uh, Shondell, you are, you. you are right in the running. Let me tell you straight off the bat. Anthony's on the line. Anthony, what happened to you, mate? What's the chapter in your book about losing your virginity? Uh, it's a sinner to a saint story, mate, or a saint to a sinner story. Uh, MG, you'd be pretty familiar with uh, the Penrith Christian Life Centre out at uh, <laughs> Northern Road there. Hey, hey. I, I know where it is, yeah, but I, I, I didn't do what you did there. <laughs> Yeah, no, mate. I went out the uh, back of one of the old demountables, mate, and the uh, pastor's daughter let it rip. Okay, you win, winner. I tell you, Tasha, I know she's been quiet for this. I've been preparing for the news. I've just been reading through the headlines. We may have a winner, but I tell you what, we'll keep it going. One triple three five three. Come on, we'll boot this whole show home with some more stories. It's Mick and MG. It's Ick and MG. You're losing your mind. Yeah. Well, we've just got so many calls about their virginity. I've thrown me into a spin. It doesn't happen very often when people just ring us up and tell us how they lost their cherry. And so it's great to be... It's, I love our job. This oh. is the best part of plugging in, knowing what people are thinking and doing. Everyone's enjoying this segment except Natasha Belling, <laughs> who's sitting over there well, not knowing quite how to contribute, well, I but know, you have found a way. Yes. I, you know I love a deep dive. You, yes. All deep the facts. Dive. And I remember once there was this survey coming out in the news that the industry that has the most special cuddles... Butchers. <gasps> so they get a lot of action, is what you're saying. Indeed. And well, that's, I that's think straight I'm... away why. And I think it's because they listen to you. Walk into the butchers, they ask how your day was. <laughs> yeah. Or you could be on the Brady Bunch and your name could be Sam and take up Alice. <laughs> Sam was always getting a bit Oh, of what about him? Right? He was just so hot the trot. Never trusted Sam. I wouldn't take my eye off him. Yeah, butchers. It'd be all that Bratwurst talk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mention a Bratwurst and I get horny. <laughs> Hello, girls. <laughs> Lamb chop. Now, yeah. listen. Oh, jeez. Sexiest cut of meat. Give us a call. <laughs> no. We're not doing that. We're doing this because, seriously, Prince yes, Harry has sold 1.4 million books telling us how he lost his virginity. We want to know how you did it. Bell's on the line. And, by the way, there are tickets to be won here yeah. uh, to Red Chili Hot Chili Peppers. peppers. Uh, Bell, what happened to you? What was the occasion? Yeah, so I was at a house party. We actually met at Panthers a few nights before from Penrith, um, and we decided to sneak upstairs to this house party and did it on the pool table. Uh, on the pool table, okay. On the pool table. Now, now I've, got, still, a, I've got a couple of jokes here. Are you still with that? <laughs> I yeah. don't think I can do. <laughs> Corner pocket? Uh, <laughs> well, no, not with, the... him, not with him, not with him. No, Mick, no. It's your first show. Stop it, Mickey. Do not get banned on your very first show. Bell, well done, sister. Let's go to George. Did he bring out the chalk at least? Did I, did I at least say <laughs> a, a, a pool table? I'd like to see that. 
on, on pot black. That would be fun. George is no, on the line. Of course, you know why they whisper when they, they talk. They whisper. That's why they keep it down, listener. They don't even know we're here. We're just watching. Oh, look at that. Here we go. <laughs> I think we found our level, MG, on the first program. <laughs> George, George, what happened to you, mate? G'day, guys. I was uh, I was a lot younger at the time. Uh, my sister used to go to an exclusive ladies' gym. So I went to go pick her up one day. Uh, I was probably about 18. And uh, as I'm waiting in the underground car park, a husband and wife <laughs> were arguing, and all I heard was the guy saying, to his wife, oh, you're not allowed to train at the other gyms. You got to be at this all women's gym. I don't like the other guy staring at you. Long story short, he drives off. She gets out of her car, um, and uh, yeah, she saw me waiting. She goes, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm waiting to pick up my sister." Jeez. I said, "All right, come with me." Oh, and there was a there was a bathroom. I didn't know it was a bathroom <laughs> in the car park. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, she would have been about 40, I think. Oh, oh right. well, that's great. Yeah. And no need to go to the gym after that. I think you've, you've done you sweat up. bugger Pilates. I'm cooked. Uh, all right, George, uh, I believe parts of that, not all of it. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer's on the line. Jennifer, what happened to you? Oh, on the way home from a pub one night with a mate, uh, decided to sneak in through a graveyard and alongside oh. that we went. Yeah, the graveyard. Oh, <laughs> Ah, the old graveyard is nothing so like a first yeah, date so on the graveyard. So and he could he could have given you flowers too by just grabbing some oh, off, yeah, the, off the grave. Okay, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna give someone a prize here? Yeah, cat, what are you thinking? Which way are you leaning? I still like the, the original one in the church. In I'm the sorry. church? I, yeah, yeah. I, I think the it? church it has to be. All right. Are we in agreement? Go well, on to the chapel. Let's do it. We're nearly done and dusted. We are. And you've had lots of people calling in to wish you well. They have. And most of it's been genuine. <laughs> hey, if you're missing, the Prime Minister even rang. Well, the Prime Minister rang in uh, with some uh, sage advice about what to do around Sydney. Um, one of my best mates, Marty Shegold, has just called. Can we put that message to her, please? Nick and MG. It's Marty Shegold. Uh, chookers for today. All of those things. Break a leg. I'm not sure if I mentioned the Scottish King or not. Uh, of course, Natasha and Kat there as well. I've got a very good feeling about this. Uh, just be yourselves, guys. Don't be someone else for someone else. And if management in programming tell you to do something, politely decline <laughs> the offer and do what you think's right. All right, guys, have fun. I'll be thinking of you. Bye. Well, mission accomplished. Done and dusted. Thank you, big fella. Oh, MG, you're a superstar. You, love you. Great to share a studio with you. Tash, thank you for news and other bits. And the deep and diving. For, and for putting up with <laughs> some of the little more looser moments. And Kat. Oh, the star so, of the show. Oh, the guess the three, remember, guess the three oh, votes today. Swim uh, between Kat. the flags. <laughs> thank you. See you all tomorrow. Oh.